Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. That means it's time for Nolan Richardson. Randy Rainwater, Ray Tucker, Rick Schaefer, and Coach Nolan Richardson. You having a good Wednesday, Coach? It's been okay. Anytime you can get up and sit back down, you've had a pretty good day. Yeah, did you look outside and see all the snow a couple hours ago? No, I was afraid to look out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has it has stopped, but it was coming down pretty hard, but it stopped now. It's just going to be a little bit cold tomorrow. So, oh, it really is. But I guarantee you, we, we, we actually need it. Well, so if you I say- think some of the snow might kill off some of the things that we don't need to have. Kill the bugs, that's right. Get rid of all those yeah. bugs. You're right. Well, Coach, one thing that ended last night uh, it was the three-point streak by Arkansas. Uh, they did win the game, which is which is first first and foremost. So I wanted to take you back while we had you here. You were coaching at Arkansas when the three-point field goal was put into the college game. And your second year at Arkansas, you had a transfer named Tim Scott. And I can remember well, Kansas came in ranked. The three-point play was new, and Tim Scott – really unloaded the three-point field goal on Kansas, and you all beat Kansas. Do you remember that game? I sure do. You're absolutely right. Uh, Tim Tim was a pretty good outside shooter, and and at that particular night was his night, boy. He was was on fire, and like you said, it was, I guess, I I didn't realize it was probably our first three-point game that we were able to play. But, uh, you know, I also, I was one of the guys that didn't really care to have it. Really? No. I, I you know, I didn't want the game to change from what it had always been. But, you know, when it, after it got in and we started playing with it, it changed the game. It changes the, the, the things that you used to do when you had a two-point, four-point, eight-point lead, and now you're in the three-point shots and, you, you know, you're – you can lose a ball game, and in in the old days, you know, at the worst could be a tie. But now, you know, you, you're two up, and the guy and the guy's got one possession left. He knocks it down. That's a three. He beats you. Yeah. And I, I thought, wow, boy, we, we we were trying to me is to get the offensive players get more points and give the fans more enjoyment. Uh, you know, everybody was walking it up and down the floor. Uh, going into the four corners was very popular. I passed the ball 15 times, and I, and I was a product of all that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess as time went on, it, it was able for me to change and get up and down the floor and enjoy the game a lot more. But yet you look back, the last time Arkansas didn't score a three in a game was your victory over Texas, the Southwest Conference game, uh, early in the 1989 conference season, you beat them 92 to 90, 99 to 92, only taking two threes in the whole game, and you won with 99 points. How did you accomplish that? You know, it, it, it's amazing, Rick. When I stop and think about the, the places that I coached, and there was no three-point line. We we all 
we average pretty close to 100 points at time, 90 points. Yeah. The other other guy, the other person, the coach that did that was Billy Tubb. Billy mm. Tubb used to. I mean, they get they get ring 90 on you in a minute too. You know, it, it's just like the game the other night. Everybody's warning about the three pointer. Let's get a three point. I, I just want to win. Yeah. But the, you know, the three point didn't really enter into my thinking of the game until probably later uh, when I started getting uh, shooting uh, inside the 50% mark and got shooting 39 wins the ball game. Uh, that means he, he took more threes, made more threes, shot more free throws. But the the thing that I would like to say is that the, the, the game going with the three-point line brought the little guy back in the game. The way it was before, it was a big man's game. The, yeah. team, the team who had all the, the aircraft carriers, the, the Pat Ewing, the Bars, and all this, they were going to win national championships. When that three-point line came in, it neutralized the big guy. He scored two, but I get a little guy that can score three. <laughs> you know, so so it changed it changed the game. Of course, the other irony is their coach, the 1994. Uh, national championship game that was decided between Arkansas and Duke came on a three-pointer by Scotty Thurman. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's amazing what the three-point line has, has done to the game. Now, in, in, in the old times, that was, we're, 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 we're a tie ball game. But uh, it makes you think differently and make different types of decisions. you got to make that decision immediately. It's not you – don't, you don't have – uh, like I think in football, you got a lot of time to, to go back, run the play, think about the play. Uh, whereas in basketball, it's pop, pop, let's go. Coach, what what gave a player the freedom to shoot a three? What did he have to do? Well, you know, practice is the most important part of it. You know, you, you gain confidence in your players in practice and then what and how they perform in the game but uh if if a young man wanted to be a good three-point shooter and he's out there shooting shots that i know he can't make and then i'm going to approach him and tell him hey you don't that's not your area you know you work on the things that you do well and 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 the guys that can make those shots out there that's your area i mean uh I started off with, say, Al Dillard shooting from 99 yards out. <laughs> and as soon as you walk into the gym, you know, he, he's cocking his wrist. I'm saying, hey, what are you doing? I shoot from here, Coach. I said, well, let me ask you this question. I'm going to give you 10 shots, and let me see how many you made. Well, he made seven. I said, well, that's 70%. <laughs> I still didn't trust him. You know, I still didn't trust him. And then in, in the ball game. We're playing a ball game. He, he hits about five on the road that we need from about 35, 40 feet. And each one of those shots he took, I was saying, no, you're a great shot, son. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you gain confidence really, really fast. You know, it's funny. I was watching it. I did watch the Michigan, Michigan the Arkansas game uh, maybe a couple, three weeks ago. And I'm and I'm wondering, you know, when did, when, how many jump shots did we really take? And and during that period, I'm seeing Al come down the floor with Lee 
with Big Lee Wilson on one side and another forward on the other side, and he pulls up and shoots a 40-foot, nothing but the net. <laughs> God, you know, uh, then that's when teams, that's when uh, fans start saying run and gun. Well, that's not running and gunning. That's running and executing. If you can run and execute, that's what we want. Exactly. We we talked we've talked to you about this player before. Last night he shows up again. I know you'd watch the games. Wouldn't you have loved to have coached Jalen Williams? I mean, is he is he a guy that just does so oh, much man. to help a team win? The great one of the greatest passes I've ever seen. I've seen a lot of kids play. I've seen a lot of them play, but this guy this guy's vision is unquestionable. I mean. You know, I don't put a whole lot of guys in Oliver Miller's category because Oliver could really see. He yeah. made he made guys like Lee and Todd better players because he could get them the ball on time. You know, a lot of guys can pass, but they they don't pass on time. This boy doesn't miss a time. You know, he, all of his passes are catchable. You know, a lot of guys can pass the basketball, but they're not catchable. Not yeah. not not him. He, he is. I mean, what a what a pleasure to coach a guy like him because he's very unselfish. Matter of fact, he's too unselfish because it's easy for him because of his great passing and because they're going to have to respect that. I mean, he can, he's, he's wide open half the time. He's shooting an easy jumper and he's got a nice jump shot. He got the mid range shot. He's just he's just a smooth smooth operator. I I, I, I love kids that can pass the ball. I, I thought our 94-95 team was a good passing team. You know, when you're a good passing team, you can score. You can score a lot of points. Yeah. And, and with us, that's why we scored a lot of points. We we shared the ball. This young man shared the ball unbelievably. I, I can't uh, I can't give him enough adjectives to say how, how I appreciate watching him play. It's an enjoyment. You know, it's, it's kind of funny, Coach. Uh, the night before o- Oklahoma and Arkansas played in Tulsa, uh, I was texting back and forth with Porter Moser, the OU coach, and he said, what do you think about Arkansas? I said, I can tell you this, Jalen Williams is the best passing big guy I've ever seen. And he, he chimed in and agreed. I mean, the young man's he, – he, He's different. He's, he's got a heck of a bright future. He, he really he really do. I mean, if you can appreciate the breakdown, I mean – the defense is at, when he's got the ball. The defense on whoever's out there is at a disadvantage when he's got the ball. No matter who who who's guarding who, the defensive player is at a disadvantage because they don't know where Jason's going to pass the ball, and it's going to be on time, and it's going to be on. I mean, it, it's just amazing how he has such patience. At the same time, quickness, but not in a hurry. That 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 that's very hard to be to do. And like I said, I, I, Oliver was was like that, but this young man he does a lot more passing probably than Oliver. Oliver throw the home run pass on you in a minute, just like a baseball uh, uh, throwing it to the first baseman. I mean, if you're running and looking, it's coming. Coach, well, that's, that's that's an example last night, Coach of Jalen second half. He's underneath the opposing basket, 
He throws a pass almost the full length of the floor underhanded. I'm thinking, what in the world are you doing? As I watched him begin to throw the ball down the floor, then it kind of like you did, oh, yeah, great pass. (laughs) But I I think one thing, Coach, that you touched on that i like for you to elaborate on, and you were talking about the vision and everything else. There is a knack, if you will, or maybe it's just a talent, maybe not just even a knack, but a talent. And that is to be able to put the proper touch on the pass. Because you were mentioning, I was watching a little bit last night of the Vanderbilt and uh, Tennessee game. And there were Mm -hmm. probably between both teams, there were at least five turnovers in which, let's say, the ball handler was going to pass it even to the wing. And he's throwing the ball about 95 miles an hour. I mean, there's no way the guy yeah. can catch the ball. No, uh, talk about no. the touch that's necessary uh, to be a, well, a quality that's, passer. You know, that's that's what I was alluding to, the fact that this young man, Jason, uh, you know, I, I played a little football. I was a wide out, split in, lonesome in, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and we had a quarterback, had his passes were like feather touch. We had another quarterback who was probably a lot better athlete, but his passes, well, I mean, he's ripping them. And, and a lot of the guys, uh, I could catch him every now and then. But with this other guy, no matter how, he could throw at the same distance. But for some reason, his, his passes were so soft when I caught him. Basketball is no different. I mean, you know, you got guys that get too close to you, and they, and they throw it. It, 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 it almost knock your head off trying mm-hmm. to catch it. Or you got a big man running down. It said, don't give it to the big guy in the wing. Well, if you give it to him the right way, he's he going to be okay. With with uh, It's amazing. With Jason getting into the middle of the lane, having the last one to pass the ball, I'd rather see him there than any of the other players on anybody's team. Like I said, when he's got the ball, the defense is in a disadvantage because his passes are on time. They're soft enough to catch. They, you know, it's a gift. Believe me, no one taught him that. That's something that the good man gave him when he came to this world, a gift. You know, it's kind of like a guy that was a friend of mine that was a linebacker. He was always with a football, with a, wherever wherever the play was. When the people start getting up, he was always one of them getting up, no matter where it was. I said, "How, how do you know? How do you know to get over there?" He said, I, I don't. I just well, I think I see the ball go. That's where I go. <laughs> you know, there's no technique. No, with me, the technique is go get it. <laughs> well, I got you. So. I'm looking at this young man, and it's all a gift that the good man bestowed upon him. Coach, you talked about how the defense is at a disadvantage when Jalen Williams has the ball. The offense is sometimes at a disadvantage when he's on defense. Another reason I think you'd love to have coached him is that guy takes more charges than anybody we've seen at Arkansas in quite some time. Well, the only other guy that I saw try to take, you know, we've charted him 52 times he tried to take charges with. Beck. Yeah. Jalen is 
is a big guy that usually those guys at that size don't really take charges. They take a few. <laughs> this guy sacrificed his body like it means nothing to him. His body <laughs> means nothing to him. But Vickery does. And that's how I see him. He, he's, he's one of those guys that he's going to give you whatever it takes to win. Whatever it takes to win. If it means get in front of a Mack Mac truck, <laughs> that's what he would do. And so, uh, there's no question. I, I I love those those kind of players that that that's willing to give up their body for for victory. And and he's he's one of them. Nolan, it has to be an unbelievable feeling to be watching a game on TV or in person, and when you walk in in the arena and your name's on that court. Well, I tell you, I, I get the chance to see it on TV, and uh, I was just hoping that. I didn't spell my name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I, I don't I, think so. I, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I, I, I thought I should have spelled it N-O-L-A-N-D, which means no <laughs> land. You know, and, and, and a lot of, a lot of when I was growing up, that's, that's how they pronounced Nolan as no land. And so I'm saying, well, I, the greatest part of it is knowing that my great-grandkids, my Great, great grandkids uh, uh, will get a chance to hope as they see or watch TV and know that their granddad happens to be the, one of the coaches that coached at the University of Arkansas. Uh, that that probably means more for me to think about than just me having my name on the floor. I think yeah, of this- all the coaches and I think of all the players that helped put that name there. Uh, well, that—that's not only coached there, but won more games than anybody else by far. Uh, so I think you did pretty well while you were there. You know, Coach, getting back to, um, I think maybe a week ago when we had you on, maybe it was even two weeks ago, we talked about when a team gets in a slump, how do you break that? And one of the things you talked about was regaining confidence. Another thing was defense. The last three games, Arkansas's defense has, have you seen the, the major improvement that, that I think we've seen in Arkansas's defense the last three games? Oh, man. I enjoy watching the way they're playing defense. They're playing it with that energy that, that you have to play with to be a champion. And and, and they have always, to me, uh, Coach Mussers has got his guys playing hard. Now, that's, the, that's the biggest key to everything, as far as I'm concerned, is how hard they're willing to play. And and you, and you judge that not on the offensive end. So you don't have to play hard on offense. You just want to get to a position where you can get a shot. But you got to guard somebody and help guard somebody. And that, I mean, it 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 becomes a job. And then you know, uh, and, and watching them cover for one another. And, and and we got we have that thing that if it's broke, fix it. In other words, if anybody breaks down, somebody better come and fix it. And if you can do that, and I saw that many times in the ball game, uh, where somebody got beat, but they, they didn't get beat because they had to deal with somebody else. And, and if they got by that person, they had to deal with somebody else. So I, I saw that in his, in his uh, defense, especially in the last three or four ball games. I mean, it's, you know, the games they, they even lost that close ball game, it was there. It just uh, a shot here or charge taken there is the difference in winning and losing. And and he's right there with those guys night after night, game after game. 
Let's try to squeeze in Lou Pig real quick before the break. Lou Pig, you got a quick question for Coach Richardson. Well, I have an observation. First of all, that's the first one without the three-pointer, and what a game. Just totally enjoyed that one. And with the last two games, we're uh, looking pretty good, and it kind of gives me a little pep in my step here. And uh, as far as the uh, three-point thing coming in, Coach, I mean, that that caused you to innovate, didn't it? I, I couldn't hear you last. It caused, yeah, the three-point shot you. caused you to innovate. Yes. Yes. I mean, there's no question now you, you have to, you know, you, you, first of all, you got to learn to defend it. And you got to actually have other – you've got to – Get some guys that can shoot it. Um, if you notice, I've never seen teams that can that shoot the ball so deep and make so many of them uh, as as it's, that's going on now. Shooting okay. is a premium. Let's stop you there, Coach, because we got to take a break. Go ahead. All right, Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. Again, joined by the coach, Nolan Richardson. Thanks to Slim's Chicken. Stay tuned. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. And Coach Nolan Richardson and Rolling with Nolan is brought to you by Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas. There's a lot of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. Don't forget the great deals you'll find on the chicken tenders, better known as the Hungry Meal, with seven chicken tenders with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. Then there is the Great Wing Deal. That is eight chicken wings with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. And then there's the combo, the tender and wings. That's five chicken tenders and five chicken wings, all in one meal with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. That's Slim Chickens serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. And Coach, Randy, been asked, what, oh, Randy let me ahead. just say quickly that uh, Slim Chicken sponsorship, part of their sponsorship is a donation uh, each week of what they would normally give to Nolan. Instead, they give that to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. They do great work with young people in the state of Arkansas. I'll give Coach a chance to talk about that foundation in a minute, but I can tell you that if you would like to contribute to a um, to Nolan's charity that is definitely beneficial to young people all over the state, people in need, you can go to give to Yvonne, give to yvonne.com, and you can make your donation right there online, or if you prefer, I'm, I'm kind of one of those old-fashioned guys. I like to write checks and mail them to whoever I'm doing it with. You can write a check to Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation, and you can mail it to 4057 North Humont, H-U-G-H-M-O-U-N-T Road, Fayetteville, Arkansas, 72704. And, Coach, that's something that you've carried on for decades now, and done great work with young people all over the state. We yeah, we lost our our little girl to a dreadful disease, and lost his nephew to that same dreadful disease. Uh, and in her honor, 
in his, uh, you know, it, it come close to me to make sure that I do the best that we can do to help those who are less fortunate. And Yvonne was one of those young ladies that that really had a, a big heart. And uh, I've been really so happy and proud that she, not even being here, is still contributing to the lives of those who are, are here. So if you can continue to help out, and you know, again, we want to shout out to some of the people who have really been a, 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 each week we can. has uh, been a very important part. Uh, the Lindsay's associate, Stevenson, uh, uh, Karen Biggs. Uh, we're just we're just so so thankful, so happy. We've we've added it. Mickey and Larry Brennan uh, have been really supportive, along with Steve Smith and Alan Dunabire. It, it goes the list can go on of the guys, people that that have really helped us. We want to make sure that we thank Walmart constantly. And so, with that, continue to help us, and we'll continue to help. God bless every one of you. Coach, if if I can, I want to take you down memory lane back to our days in Tulsa. So it's uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm doing good on names here. All right, so you played North Carolina, who had Michael Jordan and Sam Perkins. It played right. them, played them at the Maybe Center at Oral Roberts University, and right. you had a big guy named Bruce Vanley. Right. And he went off. He went off on North Carolina. Had 26, 28 was the star of the game, and you upset North Carolina. Right. What whatever happened to Bruce Vanley? Bruce Vanley went back. He, he was from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, he, he had married a, a girl that was there at the University of Tulsa, a nurse, I believe. And they both moved back to the. Uh, he moved back to his home, and I have not really had any contact with Bruce in, in many, many, many years. Uh, but his family, uh, he had two uncles. They were pretty good athletes that played at UTEP. Uh, I, I had ran into them on several occasions, and they said that Bruce was doing pretty good. One, one of your star players uh, I had a chance to meet, uh, maybe three years ago I was traveling with the Little Rock basketball team, and we were in Arlington, Texas, to play Texas uh, Arlington. And I had the pleasure of sitting down and spending some time with Paul Pressey. What a nice guy. Pablo, we call him. Pablo is, is just, an, you're right, he is uh, – He's one of a kind. You know, he, he's a guy that can really pass the basketball. You know, the guys that got this great vision, it's amazing what they can do uh, with, a, with a game when you have vision like they have. You know, they see the play before the play takes place. And, and it's not many of us can do that. And so, but Paul, oh, man, what a master he could. You know, he, he changed the pros when they called him a point forward. He's six four, six five at the most, but he could guard anybody, and it and it took a lot of people to guard him. So, uh, Pressy was by far maybe one of the better players that ever played at the University of Tulsa. What I found out about him, he's a big outdoorsman. He said he's going to come to Little Rock and uh, go crappie fishing with me, uh, and then he ends up going to St. John's with Mike Anderson. I tell you what, he lost the fish. We had a little pond there at the junior college where I had it. 
and, and, and between practices, where, where, where we, instead of him going to get him some lunch, he'd go to the, to the pond and throw his hook out there <laughs> and fish. <laughs> Isn't that what he's doing? I'm, I'm, and then he'd bring it to Rose so she could clean it and cook it for him. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he loves to fish. And he don't mind right right there to gut that fish, get him, and, and if he can find somewhere to kill it or something, he'll fry him right there. He's a really outdoorsy. All right, Coach, this is from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. Jeff wants to know, Coach, what made Lee Mayberry such a great floor leader? Well, you know, you're right about floor leader because Lee only get things by action. He he didn't have a mouth. A lot of guys talk a good game. Lee showed his game. When he came to practice, he worked extremely hard every single day. It wasn't he didn't have he didn't take any time off, and he led by example. And, and again, he's one of those smooth playing guys who could see the floor and, 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 and make the pass or make the shot. Lee gave you what whatever you needed. He was kind of like a pressy. Whatever you needed him to do the most of, that's what he was able to do that, at that particular ball game. You know, if he, if he, if he didn't worry about scoring, and, and he could score. He didn't worry about uh, uh, being the, the best player on the floor. All he was concerned about how can I help win this ball game? Uh, I really enjoyed coaching him because he he was a delightful guy. He just he just worked hard and 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 and, and did all the, the right things most of the time. Coach, you did mention her a few moments ago. Obviously, when your daughter passed away and you missed some games when that was happening. Since then, from that point until the end of your coaching career. Did you ever coach in pain? Obviously, Eric Musselman was in great pain last night while he was coaching, coming right after surgery. Did you ever have a game when you showed up and thought, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I'm hurting. The, uh, the only time I ever – I felt bad one, one year, really bad, at, at, at the NCAA tournament. I think it was maybe where we were getting ready to play in Louisville, and the doctors had to come to the room and, and – and I, I don't know what I come down with, but but they did a magnificent job of, of nursing and helping me back. And it was it wasn't it wasn't a pretty sight, and we ended up getting beat close ball game. But I can remember that. And the other other time was in high school. Uh, uh, I, I caught a bug right before it looked like it two or three hours before the game, and was running a high fever. Uh, but in those days, hell, nobody had a thermometer and just would cut your head. <laughs> they put their hand across my head and said, oh, you're hot. <laughs> you're about to burn up. <laughs> so, well, what's your starting lineup? I said, hell, I, I, why? I don't know. <laughs> you pick, pick five of them. We'll go play. Oh, but, uh, that, you know, I, I can sympathize with this. Any time you've been cut on, that's a totally different animal. And I, 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 I don't know if I'd, I'd be at the game, but he, he's a tough little guy. So, so uh, 
at least, you know, that's that's what I used to tell our players. You see me in a fight with a bear, help the bear. <laughs> you know, because I'm going to whip it. So he, the bear going to need the help. So, mm-hmm. so I, I see that with, with, with the muscle. Uh, he got this, this same help the bear attitude. And All right, what, Coach, I hope I can ask this question the way that it was said to me. And uh, when you, again, I hope I can say it the way it was asked. When you went out to recruit a player, how could you, number one, tell the difference between what would be a, a major player and a mid-major player? And then what were you specifically looking for when you went out to scout someone? Well, you know, you, there's quite a few things that happen when you go out to scout. If it's the first time you're going out and they give you some list of names and players, and usually that's in those camps, you sit there with a list and you have a pre-list already circled who you're going to try to watch. Every time that person does something, anything, I'm, I would put a star by his name or a scratch mark by his name. And if he got five scratches during that period that they're working and doing stuff, then that means that's alert. You want to watch and see see why, why is he catching your eye so much. A lot of players have already that, you know, everybody and his grandmother knows this guy can play. You know, like LeBron James. I went to see LeBron when he was a sophomore. Uh, well, I figured in. I thought he was a senior. He played. He was a sophomore. So you, you, those kind of people are there. You, you don't. It's the ones that that you don't you you don't see them. Everybody around. Them. I'll give you an example. Pat Bradley. There was and they weren't all around that, but I was. Why? Because he could do some of the things I enjoyed, and one of them is he could shoot the rock. So you know, you just pick out things and you practice, and then all of a sudden you got your list and. Here, now you go to the next game, you see him in the next game, and, and if he doesn't change, then, then you know what you're looking for. Coach, hang on. we got to take a break. Our final break with Coach Nolan Richardson. Rolling with Nolan. Thanks again There's to Slim Chick. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. Coach Nolan Richardson and Rolling with Nolan is brought to you by Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas. There's a lot of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. Now, Coach, we ran right up into the break. I don't know if you were you finished a moment ago. I don't want to shortchange you on. You were talking about Pat Bradley. I was just, I was just getting telling that part of of my recruiting. Then you got to look at size, you know, the size, the quickness, and the athletic ability. And I've said this many times. Starting in the seventh grade as a coach, I think, I think it's so important for youngsters to get a good foundation, the best coaches in my estimation should be on that level because there's where you learn to do almost anything that you need to do. When you get to high school, you can improve even more. And then from there, you go to college. And there, you're more mature. And 
they, you know, when you talk about block out and rebound, you recruit those kind of things. You recruit rebounding. You recruit block out guys. You recruit good passing. Uh, that's part of the recruitment procedure. When, when they come to you, they, they're supposed to be close to a finished product. And by the time they're juniors and seniors, they are finished product. And now you now you have what we call it a solid group. So if it's if any way in, if possible, on the lower the level, the better training a person should get, a kid should get, or a girl should get. Coach, would you love to go back to the days, granted you're not coaching at this moment, but back in the day, where basketball players had to actually dribble the ball and not carry the ball. Of all the things that frustrates me over the years, watching and observing, no matter the level, of course the NBA probably started and it trickled on down, but I call it cup and carry. And there's players who are capable of making moves, Coach, that couldn't make those moves if they couldn't cup and carry. I mean, Bob Cousy could never cup and carry. No. No, you know, you're you're absolutely right because, you know, the art of dribbling is not the same anymore. They, you can you can go five steps with one what we call one air ball carry. <laughs> you know, you, you shouldn't be able to move that far without dribbling the ball. But you can you can carry it. If you can carry it, you can now you can create so many different kinds of moves. From a carry dribble, and so you, you, you're right. There is that art is gone. Uh, they were calling it for for a while there, but it it got to the it got in the way of the game. You know, they they were whistles being blown. You know, sometimes I think they get carried away. Point of emphasis. The point of emphasis mm-hmm. uh, maybe carrying it this year. The next year. Verticality, and the next year there's always a point of emphasis, and then they'll pick on that, and then after a while they'll drop it, and everybody go back to normal. You know, uh, hmm. I you know before I used to see a guy try to set a pick, and it was a, every time he touched that guy it was a foul, and now they're knocking each other down, and it's no foul, keep playing. So so you know that's why I. I sometimes get so confused and so angry because and one as you said a couple of weeks ago a foul is a foul whether it's the first second or the last second it's a foul it's a foul mm-hmm. so uh, you're right about dribbling you- okay I, I think the biggest one uh with that point of emphasis and you can correct me if i'm wrong because obviously you call a lot more games under which they're well i coach none at that level, uh, but um, it seemed like they would make that point of emphasis in non-conference games, but then once conference rolled around, forget that stupid rule. The only one I'm seeing right now that they're carrying over into conference is the Michael Jordan, LeBron James. You get eight steps, and, and one of those eight steps is now this Euro step. That is the only thing. Yeah. They said they were going to relax the emphasis this year on calling all these travels. Heck, fire. They're not travels. These guys are football players in basketball uniforms. 
<laughs> I'm confused. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what walking is. I'm I'm very confused. Uh, my grandson was trying to show me uh, the other day what a euro step was. <laughs> said, okay, it, it, but from my the way I see it, you're still walking because before you even get to the euro step, you don't have no two more steps. Huh. But you know the the one that was confusing there for a while was the jump stop. You know, you, yeah. you go and do that big jump, the broad jump, and stop, and then the next move you pass the shoot. And, and sometimes it got carried away, and I don't see it used that much anymore. But but it, it that that's another new move. The game has changed to the point where the most changeable is that dribble penetration is the big key to college basketball today. Anybody that can penetrate and dish or pass. You're in, you're, you know, you're in, you're, you're in the high cotton where you can penetrate and then, you know, go and toward the basket and draw the defense and then kick out and, and they spot up in two threes. And that, that's a tough play to cover. And, and uh, I don't care how, how old you are if, if, or how young you are, if you can learn to do those kinds of things, you're going to have a chance to be a pretty good basketball player. Okay, Rick, I thought you had a question to ask. No, him. no, no. I was just waiting for a follow. You go right ahead, Randy. we got three minutes left. Give him your best question. I am so proud of you being able to keep up time the way you have been lately. I'm like, well, do you have the same clock I'm looking at? Well, uh, I always want to give Coach a chance to answer the questions before we start hearing the music. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, I was asked also the freakiest athlete, Coach, that you ever had a chance I think you kind of touched on that, but I'm just I'm just asking on behalf of a friend because the first one that comes to me is kind of the one you were talking about uh, to a degree at, at Tulsa, and that's Paul Pressey. He was a freaky athlete, was he not? Absolutely. Uh, you know, he, he was – you know, when you look at Paul's career, he played for me in junior college for two years. He lost, he lost a total of three or four games. Uh, then he came to Tulsa, and and and, and his senior, his sophomore year, we go undefeated, thirty-seven zero. It's just impossible to do. But Presley was in a lot, and then we win the next five games, I believe, at Tulsa University. So he went like forty-one straight wins before he lost another game. Uh, wow! He, he just did so so many things. Uh, to help team, especially our team, win ball games. He was, you know, he was what you would call a, a special type of player. Coach, I think uh, of Big Nasty as being a freaky athlete. I mean, you're, I don't know what his actual weight uh, when he was playing for you at Arkansas. I'm guessing 245, but that may be slight. I think that young man could have played tight end in football. I'm not sure what he could have done on a baseball field if he ever got a hold of it. The strongest player that's ever played probably here at the university. Uh, he got so strong, I had to take him off of the weight. He, he, he got to start loving how his body looked instead of how the game played. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to cut that off. But Big Nasty is in that same breath of players 
that that just don't come around very often. The thing that I thought Big Nasty had over everybody that's played is that no one knew he could run as as well as he ran mm-hmm. the floor. He could really run the floor for his size. He he he, he could elevate. It seems that he could go as high as he had to go. A lot of us go as high as we can. I don't think he, he knew how, how how he would get up some night. Uh, but for strength and Coach, and, Coach, we are out of time. I okay. apologize for that. We are out of time. Thank you, Coach. Coach Nolan Richardson being brought to you by Slim Chickens.